Voices. We hear them every day. Some voices, like mine, are smooth and comforting. While, on the other hand, the Chad and Cheese podcast is like listening to a Nickelback album. You'd rather stab yourself in the ears with an ice pick. Anyway, you're now listening to Voices, a podcast series from Chad and Cheese that features the most important and influential voices within the recruitment industry. Try not to fuck it up, boys. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Welcome back. We're continuing the conversation with a veteran of the recruitment tech industry, Shadiq Jane, a.k.a. KJ, founder and CEO of programmatic platform Jovio. Enjoy. We're, we're in an age in, in a society right now where, especially in the U.S., inequity is, is all around us. Uh, and companies are talking about diversity, but they're really not doing it right they, they they're talking about it but there's not a lot of action is there something that they can do programmatically that can help them target more diverse pools of candidates so that they can find almost like kind of like a partial easy button to get more diverse candidates into their jobs so that they can have better diverse applicants and hopefully Fingers crossed, they can get more of those applicants in as candidates and also hires. Is there something that programmatic can do to help? Because good God, we need it. You know, what I really truly care about, you are just taking it to the next level. Uh, so, and it's my personal case, right? Uh, I came uh, wide-eyed American dream to this country in 2001 uh, uh, and and Indian immigrant, right? An Asian immigrant, uh, and uh, and I and mm. I know that the minorities exist. I know that uh, there is a glass ceiling. There's a constant challenge to move up the chain, right? It happens, like come on, right? It happens with so many of us around us, right? Women, right? There's a glass ceiling. It is a known thing. And and what we can do to do it better across uh, different races and and even gender for that matter is, uh, and I actually I'll kind of give you a small little example. Our worldwide head of sales, uh, Mike Werner. He actually was one of the pioneers in the ad tech industry. Uh, uh, he had built two companies, sold both of them for a couple of hundred million dollars. One got acquired by Yahoo back in those days. And back in the day, I'm talking about early and late 2000s, they're talking about behavioral targeting. Mm-hmm. They're talking about intent marketing. Back in that time, guys, we don't even think about intent marketing, observed behavior, behavioral targeting as of today. And these guys have been there, done that, built one of the most successful companies and had some two couple of amazing exits. And, and you know, she and I were on a call with a customer. And just to your point, diversity. It's like, hey, I know the CEO of the perhaps the largest uh, ad tech company out there or the head of sales. And, you know, we know in ad tech that we can actually, with a pinpoint accuracy, reach out a diverse candidate and display a right ad in front of them. We can guarantee that we do that right. And we can put the ad in front of them. But the, the issue here is, if you leave it on someone else to do that, coming back to the push, 
strategy, right? You leave it on someone else to do it. You don't really know whether you are actually putting the right job in front of the right person. And the right person could be defined by a diverse candidate as well. At least now companies can truly control. I want to make sure 20% of my ads go to diverse candidates in front of them, 30%, 40%, whatever that number is. We can make that happen. And, 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 and when he told me that, I said, I just took it for granted, Mike, but I'm glad that you're saying it because you've done it. And, 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 uh, and, you know, it's very interesting. They have done it in ad tech world for a different reason altogether. Like a certain products will uh, uh, appeal to a woman more than to a man, right? They know oh, yeah. how to target people. And the targeting is so advanced. You can't even imagine that. So oh, yeah. that exactly. is there. And I think we all should care about it. I think as a, as a, as a corporate, if I was running a talent acquisition, I will actually set us out a budget and say, this budget only goes to that that player, which can guarantee me that this will go to diversity. I'm not going to give it to someone who is, I do it all, but I don't really know how much will go to diversity. I want to talk about the the pandemic quickly and, and the impact on on not just your business, but sort of technology as a whole. And and most of the the popular sentiment seems to be that when we come back in, into the business as usual, if you will, that there'll be a lot more automation. Uh, a recent article said that 40% of the jobs that are lost won't, won't return. Um, I'm assuming that that's going to be good for programmatic solutions, right? Uh, companies who bring back fewer recruiters, uh, fewer people to post jobs, there'll be more efficiencies around that. Um, agree, disagree. Uh, are you seeing anything now that would, would uh, indicate how programmatic is going to be adopted coming out of the pandemic? And how do you think it'll fare with other technologies like yours? I totally agree. Uh, and and I would say I would go beyond that in saying that People have taken this time to take a step back and say, am I doing it right? Right? What does it really matter? Right? We are asking these questions at every level that we are talking about, and even on a workplace. And, 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 and this is a time when people have understood that I can't waste money. These are valuable resources. If I save a little bit, I've saved jobs out there. Right? If I spend a million dollars less in marketing, then perhaps I will have to let 15 less people go Right? for that matter. Right? I'm just trying to, and I'm not doing the math, but I think it's about that much. So, so where people have started to come to thinking about is, can I now therefore do something that will bring efficiencies and optimizations? And are my recruiting team or sourcing teams do what they're supposed to do? Right? Recruiters have to recruit, come on, engage the candidate, talk to the candidate, work with hiring managers, and not spend that much time sourcing. So there's a lot of automation that I've seen started. People started talking about it. Uh, they started wanting to see the visibility to a hire and, and asking questions of how would you uh, uh, build the, the intelligence loop, which will, of course, sure. Jovio and programmatic is nothing but activation. See, I see we have three pillars, right? If you were to actually ask me uh, and where we fit in this ecosystem and why we will, as a, as a programmatic industry and not Joby standalone, and whosoever does a better job of it will win and maybe have a bigger market share. But the way I see it is, and, and again, this is Jovio's way of looking at it, is there are three pieces to the, to the, to the programmatic world. One is we call it the intelligence. Second is activation. And third is insights. And it's not something that we're creating new. This has been existing in the ad tech world like, for a long time. So, so now the, the platform we talk about, the programmatic platform, is just one of the three pillars. The trading platform where you do is a, a middle piece activation, right? But so once you activate this huge engine, you, what you get is insights. How did I perform? Did it go well or not? You understand there's a very big difference between diagnostic and prescriptive. We have always been an industry or as professionals, always diagnostic. Let's diagnose the results. Come on, that, that world is gone. Let's do prescriptive analytics. Let's tell you that 
based on the activation results, the insight should tell you that if you did this, this would happen. And then the system will take that back into the first pillar yeah. called intelligence so, and deploy that. So I guess everybody's starting to see that connection now much more clearly than it was earlier. And therefore, the industry is going to do much better now. Great that we agree with that. And and uh, and, and you've sort of laid out what that looks like. I want to give you a chance to sort of uh, sort of uh, plug, plug Jovio uh, and give us an example of a, a case study for a customer where they saw these kinds of efficiencies and what it meant for their business uh, in terms of bottom line and actual bodies, uh, you know, building the business. Sure. So I got there's so many case studies. Um, <laughs> I'll actually pick an example of, okay. uh, of so a, many, <laughs> so many successful customers. I love that. Oh. That's awesome. There's so, <laughs> so many. That's <laughs> actually, you know, oh, yeah. uh, we do less, but we do it uh, uh, better than anybody else. And that's kind of the philosophy. So if you really deeply care about the customer, you go into deep with that customer, uh, understand the problems, and then try to solve it. And if you solve it for that customer, you actually solve it for the industry or, or perhaps all your customer base. And uh, and one thing I would say is, giving an example of a customer, I'd like to take the example of a customer, uh, which is not even North America, right? Because, you know, we it's easier here, right, to understand the context of a job. In, in the English language and to kind of, kind of do that mapping. I'll take you a little bit further out. I'll take you in Germany. It's a much difficult, much harder market. Uh, it is not an ecosystem that is similar to ours. And, you know, we worked with one of the largest uh, uh, brands out in Europe in our space. And then, and this is where we kind of deployed a lot of our intelligence, right? Uh, and, and by the way, just so you know, um, it's not like we have a lot of data in Germany, right? We have some, right? Or we have uh, some data in France and in and, and Switzerland and in the UK because we have customers out there. But unlike the US, we don't have a deep, deep data. And uh, so, and, and I'm going to kind of just use that example that if you have a good seed data that you have, and, and the seed data typically should happen at the beginning of the cycle of a, a user or customer interaction, right? You ask a person for historical data. Say, so show me how you performed. And that that is the intelligence that comes first. But if you do not have the seed data, then what you do is you you do the activation. And we did the activation through Mojo platform. And we saw some results coming in. And we kept on deploying this. And after about or seven or eight cycles, I would say, and, and this is a fast-moving industry where cycles happen within 15 days' time, right? So end-to-end cycle, you can see and how the results are performing. And whatever that end outcome for that. Some people can define apply as outcome. Some people can define uh, hire as an outcome. Some people can define the lifetime value as an outcome, which is which is very important in the gig economy, right? That lifetime value is really the metric that they care most about. So whatever outcome they defined, we were able to bring down the cost, just the cost part of it, because they they, they, they care about the cost. And that was the first part of the KPIs that we had uh, by about 50%, half. They really truly care about the time to fill. And that was also reduced dramatically. And that gives them a key advantage uh, that gives them a key differentiator versus their competitors in the marketplace, right? They're also competing with someone else. And the, the faster they hire, uh, the better they will be able to get the work done then, because everybody's com- competing for the same pie. And that became, for that large, large company, a very key differentiator. Uh, I'll give an example of uh, you know a delivery uh, company out there. They were able to, and, and to the same example, right? Uh, reducing the cost reply from, let's say, a 16 to $20 range to a $4. But, you know, cost is just one aspect of it, right? If I'm a hiring manager, I will not care as much about the cost as I might care about the speed at which I need to get the people. And, and we were able to uh, bring this higher cycle from 30 days to about 15 days. 
just the relevance right increase the relevance uh, uh, you get lesser people you get and these are benefits and advantages that come but the companies have to invest in programmatic right programmatic is not a magic wand that you put in one day and something will come out tomorrow you invest not just time but you invest with data you you work and then you see the magic happen uh, like the other customer i talked about is i talked about 85% conversions right once you know who is the right person for a job and and suddenly the world is different i see a world where companies will take back control of the data and, and say i'm using it judiciously so that's the that's the example i can take uh, so the delivery driver example was a very uh, north america example uh, it is it is delivery right it is very very important uh, and and our algorithms have been built that i can actually take historical data of a company and and we can as an iis and this is something i thought literally 3 years back and we should be able to spit out and say this is how you will change this is how your world will change if we did this and that is what we should be able to do that do not get into the diagnostic phase but go into the prescriptive phase give us your intelligence we tell you how we will activate it to give you the insights that will demonstrate to you that the improvement has happened both on uh, uh, cost to hire and time to hire or, or or like the cost and the time to fill rates as they talk about and both are very important and if you go to our mission statement we say deliver the uh, most relevant hires in the shortest time so so relevant and time there are two key levers that we focus on excellent kj hey man we appreciate you taking time with us and again going through all of this stuff this is an awesome conversation and uh we were very happy and honored to have you on the show thanks so much now if people if people are looking to find out a little bit more about programmatic and jovio where would you send them i would say that uh, uh, please reach out to uh, go to our website and 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 fill out a form uh, my phone number uh, is updated on the site my email is there uh, uh, all our sales team members uh, information is there on the website please feel free to reach out to anybody and uh, in a matter of hours we'll we'll get back to you we'd love to share with you uh, how you could do it better Excellent. J-O-V-E-O.com. Jovio, everybody. Thanks so much. And we out. We out. Look for more episodes of Voices, this chat and cheese podcast series devoted to stories and opinions of industry leaders. Subscribe on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a single show. For more, visit chadcheese.com. Welcome, change agents, to your go-to place for stories that ignite your spirit, fuel your purpose, and connect us all. We believe in the incredible power of the human spirit, its boundless resilience, and the inspiration it brings to our lives. On the Driving Change podcast, we'll journey together through the extraordinary yet very relatable experiences of some of the most amazing people on earth. Our mission? That through these stories, we might just spark change within you and awaken a newfound motivation to harness your unique gifts to make a real difference in the world. So get ready to be inspired and join us on this incredible adventure. You can find the Driving Change Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you love listening to your favorite podcasts.